Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. podcast, 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 podcast. Yo, what's going on, people? You are now listening to another episode of the Disnomics Podcast. I hope you've had a fantastic week so far as we approach the bank holiday period. I hope you have a fun, safe, enjoyable, and cost-effective bank holiday period. You'll get another podcast before that. But first things first, make sure you listen to Shot and Chase on my podcast. Drops every Thursday. But check out all the other episodes. They are great. Six minutes of amazing entertainment regard and information regarding i do money on thursdays there is Seema who does food there is zing who does history there's john who does tech and then of course sinead who does entertainment so make sure you check that out and also give them or give us shall i say a cheeky five-star review on spotify Speaking of five-star review, make sure if you listen to this on a Spotify app, you give me a cheeky five-stars as well as the Apple Podcast app. It will be much appreciated. Well, I think that's about it, really. Of course, Disunomics on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, my last pod, which dropped midweek last week, that is regarding Sue Gray's report. Sue Gray's a senior civil servant who was tasked with investigating the lockdown parties, allegedly, that took place at number 10 Downing Street and the Department of Education. 15 dates were looked at, I think all 12 of the 15 dates were looked at in detail. (coughs) So make sure you check that episode out. And how she really, um, she pretty um, heavily criticised the leadership at number 10 Downing Street, um, find out who got fined, how many people got fined, how they were raving to 3 a.m., 4 a.m. on certain instances, how there were fights, how there were altercations and wine being spelled, um, staff cleaning and security staff being disrespected. And of course, what does that mean for Boris and the Conservative Party going forward? And also, was Suze Gray's report as scathing as anticipated? So make sure you check that episode out ASAP. Very, 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 very good episode. If I do say so myself, that's episode 254. Now, episode 255, which which, which is what you listen to right now, is going to be talking back. We're going to take it back to macroeconomics. Before, we were talking politics last week. This week, we are talking macroeconomics. And we're talking about our wages, right? Our nominal income, well, our nominal wage, versus our real wage. And what the bleep has happened? So this week, I'm going to talk about what is wages, 
right? We all pretty much, most of us pretty much know it. The difference between a real wage and a nominal wage, what the average wage is in the UK right now, how it differs from age, gender, industry, how, what's been going on in the last year, what industries have seen the benefit um, of increases and some what industries have seen the unfortunate consequences of losses. Um, and also how inflation has impacted this and what the real wage is right now and how it's been for the last few years and historically. So yeah, <clears throat> let's get straight into it. What is happening to our wages? Hi, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Yo, people, what is a wage? I'm sure most of us probably know what a wage is, but just in case, we know on Dysonomics, my listeners know, I like to break things down. What is a wage? Wage or nominal wage or nominal income is a fixed regular payment earned for work or services. So if you are a cleaner or if you are a hairdresser, you get paid a fixed regular amounts, right? So this could be daily. So some, so people may have heard of day rates um, for the contractors them or temporary, or temporary staff. There, some people get paid weekly, I know when I was contracting, I was getting paid weekly and that was pretty sweet. And you can also get paid monthly, right? And that's probably the majority of people get paid monthly via PAYE. You get a monthly salary and it's usually fixed unless you have some incentives like commissions on top. Shout out you people. (laughs) Now, in 2021, the average salary for the UK. So if you take everybody into account, and then you find out what the average is. So, we're, so basically what we're working out is that if I was to pick one random person in, on Oxford Circus, just walking into Nike, picked up a person, their wage should roughly be in around this. That's the theory, right? Well, in 2021, the average salary for the UK was 25,971, which was a 0.3% increase from 2020. So... Last year's average salary for the UK is around 25,971 pounds, right? So average salaries are always a pretty decent indicator to see how you're doing. I feel like sometimes young people, when I'm saying young people, I'm talking about people fresh out of uni and up into their mid thirties, who feel like, oh, they're not doing enough. But when you actually assess how you're doing compared to the country, it gives you kind of a decent barometer, right? Again, of course, everybody's situation and goals are different. Right, cool. HMRC data shows that the average UK salary at the start of 2022, however, was £24,600. So that is like about 1.3k less than the other metric. I can't remember um, where I got that data from, which is very annoying. I'll, once I remember, I will refer back to it during the pod. So according to the HMRC data, the average salary, so if I, this time I went to Tesco and I picked up one random person, maybe in a frozen food aisle, their salary should be nearing around £24,600. Random place in the UK, right? Cool. Obviously, London, Reading and Slough, on average, we have higher wages. They're more closer to the, they're in the 30s than the rest of the country because the majority of the income is down in the South East region, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so back to the HMRC data. So average salary of £24,600. That represents a 6.3% increase from last year, year on year. 
why oh why now the average full-time salary now remember there's different variations of jobs. There's full-time, there's part-time, there's zero-hour contracts, right? The average full-time salary in the UK is actually £31,285 in 2021. Now, this, it marks a 0.6% fall, right? So, it was actually higher before. So, that's interesting, right? Naturally, the full-time salary is going to be higher than... The, the full, on average, full-time salaries will be higher than just the average salary when you incorporate zero-hour contracts as well as part-time hours because the more hours you work, the more you get paid. If you're only working 16 hours per week, you're not getting paid... If you're, doing, you're not going to pay somebody doing the exact same job who's working the full 37.5 hours. It's just pretty much common sense, right? Cool. The latest government data reveals that part-time workers in the UK earn on average £11,310 a year, which is a 0.6% increase from the 20, from 2020. Um, and this figures includes the gig economy workers, right? Full-time employees makes, are paid 18.5% more, sorry, full-time males, right, are paid 18.05% more than their female counterparts, averaging about £5,109 a year. So this speaks to the gender pay gap, right? So full-time um, male employees are paid 18% more than women, right? That's a very, very significant differential. The average male CEO makes £24,999 more than the average female CEO each year the largest financial discrepancy across all occupations. So if you look at all occupations, the biggest discrepancy is actually at the very top job, being a chief executive officer, which is insane. And what I do find insane is that they earn that much that the average discrepancy between the average male CEO and the average female CEO is actually more, is actually bigger than the average salary in the UK period. Hmm. Oh my, in this life, if you don't have money, you got to suffer. Interestingly, pub owners and managers saw the biggest percentage decrease, decrease in the earnings in 2021 at 34.2%. Um, obviously, at the start of 2021, we were in lockdown for several months, so that could be uh, a factor. Those aged between the age of 40 and 49 earned the most of any age group in full-time work. Averaging at 35,757. Now, I've always said um, this on my pods that people that like half of the bottom 25 percentile of earners will at one point be in the top 10 percentile of earners. And that's because the older you get, the more know-how you have about how to get a job, how to do your CV, you've picked up skills, you've picked up experience. So you're going to climb the ladder, you're going to go from uh, maybe a junior to middle manager and hopefully you keep climbing them ladders, fam. Right? So, and it does make sense that in that eight, in that forties age range is when we are our peak earnings because then I'm sh- uh, I'm definitely sure that some people start to wind down um, as they get older because obviously work is more taxing and they start to prioritize maybe spending more time with family and getting ready for um, retirement. So that does not surprise me whatsoever. Men aged between fifty and fifty nine earn 24.95% more than their female counterparts, averaging at 7189 a year, which is very, very, very steep. Graduate age groups have an age gap around of around age, sorry, 
Graduate age groups have a gender wage gap of 6.93% in favour of men, averaging a difference of £1,741 each. So we see that the gender pay gap is still prevalent till this day. Word to Deontay Wilder, to this day! <laughs> in January 2022, finance insurance roles had the highest average salary of any industry. So that's a salary of 39936 Followed by information and communications role, IT, of which is 38868 The former industry, so the finance and insurance industry, saw a 7.6% increase year on year in earnings, in earnings growth. And obviously the latter, which is insurance, had an inc um, increase of 7.2%. So both industries had significant increases in in their um, in, in wages. And that doesn't surprise me, um, especially finance and insurance sector, um, a lot of revenue is generated in this sector. If you look at banks, um, hedge funds, private equity, insurance brokers, and then obviously in these industries, there's some scope to get commissions on top, especially if you work in sales, and of course, bonuses on top of that. We all love a cheeky bonus. Um, cool. Overall, professional, scientific, and technical jobs. So your professional jobs, so be working in real estate, legal, insurance, marketing, data, finance. Your scientific, your technical jobs, computing, biomedical science, pharma, pharmaceutical stuff. All the man there. All these jobs saw a 7.8% increase in earnings on average of £31,032, the highest of any named industry in the UK. So the professionals industry have seen the biggest rise in their income. So guys, according to the ONS, that's the Office of National Statistics, Statistics are so terrible saying that word. The average salary in the UK for the entirety of 2021 was 25,971. Remember I told you I will find out um, where I got the data from and it was of course the ONS. And I remember I said there's an increase of 0.3% from the figures released in 2020 and the figure released in 2020 was 25,893 pounds. So to, con to round up this little, this segment, Average on average, the salary last year was around twenty five thousand nine hundred seventy one pounds, according to official national statistics. Um, it has not risen much at all, and the industries that are benefiting the most in terms of of wage growth is finance, insurance, tech, legal, real estate, those type of industries, the professional industries, the professional scientific and technical ones. And still, we are still seeing significant gender pay gap numbers. And of course, we earn a lot more when we do full-time work compared to part-time work. And of course, the biggest jobs are CEOs and our earning potential, the high, the peak of earning potential is between the ages of 40 and 49, according to the data. Now, in the intro I spoke about, we're going to have a little a mini deep dive into the particular industries and some of the demographical data. So first we'll look at the highest paying jobs in the UK by industry. No, by title, sorry. And in industry, both. 
CEOs, of course, number one. In 2020, and this is all t- data for 2021, so last year. CEOs on average get paid £81,102 per year. Marketing and sales directors, just under £70,000, 69779 Legal professionals, pick up my legal babes. Um, listen, you, you legal babes, you don't be spending money like El Chapo. It's crazy. I respect it, though. Every weekend, fine dining, come like the Premier League, match week 12. I respect it. Legal professionals, 69,514. They saw a 2.6% increase in their salary. Um, CEO saw 1.8% increase, but marketing and sales directors saw a 5% decrease. That's rough. Train and tram drivers, surprisingly to many, but not myself, £59,189, and they saw a 6.6% increase in their wages. Advertising and public relations directors, just under £59,000, but they saw a 1.2% drop in their salary. Senior police officers, 58700 a year, and they saw a 5.8% increase in their, uh, in their wages. Senior professional Professional professionals of educational establishments, so like universities, etc., fifty-eight thousand pounds per year, a three point five percent rise since twenty twenty. Financial managers and directors, fifty-eight thousand. They saw a two point eight percent drop though in um, their wages. Medical practitioners, just under fifty-seven thousand, and they saw a three point seven percent increase in their salaries. And senior officers in protective services, just over fifty-six thousand pounds a year, and they saw a four point six percent rise. Now, no surprise that CEOs are the uh, getting the biggest biggest check. But uh, marketing and sales directors, I was surprised to see the number two, and I was surprised to see um, trade and tram drivers actually above financial managers and directors. I was surprised. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Now, if we're looking at um, the lower end in terms of roles and salaries... So these, um, so these are the median wages. So this is when you get the. If you have a, a million people, you get the five hundred thousand person salary, and that determines if you if you rank them obviously from low to high, and that determines like the middle, the median. So play workers, they get um, just over fourteen thousand pounds per year, and they're seeing a six point eight percent drop, which is humongous beauticians and related occupations £50,000 per year 19.6% drop hairdressers and related services 15000 per year um, 14% drop bar staff 50, just under 16000 12.4% drop waiters and waitresses 16146 quid a year a 7.3% drop leisure theme leisure and theme park attendants 16194 pounds a year they saw no annual change in their salary which is interesting kitchen and catering assistants 16.2k a year and their salaries dropped by 6.3% smiths and forge workers 16.5% Educational support assistance, 16.7%, and they saw their salaries unfortunately drop by 2.9%. And finally, laundry, dry cleaners, and pressers, £17,295 a year, and their 
wages dropped by a little bit, 0.6%. So I found that industry, industry, interesting. I think a lot of these jobs had negative impacts via the pandemic. A lot of these people would have been on furlough if they were lucky. Some maybe been kind of enforced pay cuts or just lost their jobs altogether. Now, if we're looking at, okay, so we spoke about the highest paying jobs. We spoke about the more lower paying jobs and we saw their differences from 2020 to 2021. How about if we're looking at the jobs that provide the biggest growth in salary? Right. Okay, number one, where did my notes go, sorry. Um, importers and exporters, their salary increased by 27.8%. They get 34 and a half grand a year. Probational officers who get about 37.3 grand a year, their salary increased by 21.7. Elementary sales occupations, they saw their salaries increased by 21%. Elementary admin, administra administration occupations, 20.7%. Agricultural machine drivers, 15.8% increase in their wages. Postal workers, mail sorters, messages and couriers saw a 15.2% increase. Horticultural trades, 14.1%. Fishmongers and poultry dressers, 14%. Telephonists, 13.4%. Agricultural and fishing traders, 13%. So a lot of stuff to do with like importing, exporting, agriculture, and obviously we saw um, elementary and postal workers and all that type of jazz. Um, remember I mentioned um, pub owners. Pub owners' earnings had the highest earnings growth in 2020. So in 2020, their growth went up by 44.2%. But in 2022, they suffered the highest decline of 34.2%. Rough. So flipping rough, mate. So let's go through the industries where we've seen salaries drop the most, right? Okay, we have seen salaries drop the most, as I said, publicans and managers of licensed premises, salary dropped by 34%, leisure and travel service occupations by 20.6%, beauticians by 19.6%, air travel assistants by 90%, financial institution managers and directors by 16.3%, and travel agents down here by 14.8%, hairdressers 14%, hotel accommodation managers and proprietors 12.7%. So those are the industries, the jobs where people are dropping the salaries by the most. So I hope that not many of my listeners are in those jobs and if not, you manage to finagle your way to the increases, amen. Now, if you look at average salary age by group, um, average salary by group, is very, very interesting, right? So remember we said the full-time workers is 31,285 quid. So this is full-time. 18 to 21 year olds earn on average 18,000 pounds. 22 to 29 year olds earn on average 26 grand. 30 to 39 year olds, so if you're over 30, you earn on average just under 33 grand. If you're in your 40s, you earn 35,757 quid. If you're in your 50s, you earn about 33 grand. And if you're 60s plus, you earn 28,945. So that may be a good parameter for yourself if you want to like aspire and you can see what the average is and you want to be the average depending on your age group. And good luck for that. And that's via standout CV. Now, we've spoken about nominal wages, right? We spoke about what it is. We spoke about the average for the UK. We talk about the average if you're part-time, average if you're full-time. Then we spoke about 
what industries get the most bread? What industries bread is going up? What industries bread is going down? What industries get the least bread? And we also spoke about disparities between age and also disparities between gender. Now we're going to talk about real wage, real income. You want people like, oh, if you're a real man, if you're a real woman, it's always cap. But this is not cap. We're talking about the real, the realest. Real wages, also known as real income, is how much money an individual entity makes after adjusting for inflation. So when you track nominal and real income, so when you track your your income, so what your salary is when you sign that contract, and your real income, so what your salary really actually is because you're taking into account inflation, you have a better understanding of your purchasing power. So if inflation is higher, so let's say from last year to this year, if inflation is higher than how much your salary has increased, so if your salary is increased by 0%, which some people, a lot of people's has, and currently now we're recording this podcast, 29th of May, inflation in this month is 9%. Because inflation is going up higher than your wages is, your purchasing power is going down because the cost of goods or services on average are increasing and your wages ain't. Now, if if things are way around and you're, you, let's say, for example, you've got a 25% um, pay rise and wages are still 9%, your purchasing power is going up because now the amount of money you're getting on a monthly basis or a weekly basis, however your payments come in, is far superior than the increase in the goods and services you'll be buying with your check. So your purchasing powers increase, right? So that's why real wages are important for us to know. Most of the real income calculations are based on reporting the CPI, that's Consumer Price Index. You've heard this a million times from this Economics podcast and previous ones. Real income is an economic measure that provides an estimate of an individual's actual purchasing power in the open market and accounts for inflation, like I said. There's different ways of calculating real income, but here's my favorite one, right? And I tweeted this. So take your wage, right? So I'm gonna use an example that I've did before and I posted on Twitter. Uh, take your wage. Let's, and then what you do is you divide your wage by the inflation rates and then you times it by 100%. So how do you calculate this? So you get your real wage. So let's say, for example, your wage is 20 grand, right? And then you get your inflation rate. And how you get this number is you do 100 plus whatever the inflation number is. So currently the inflation number is nine. So it'll be 100 plus nine. So 109. So you do your, your actual wage now. So your wage is 20 grand in this example. 20 grand divided by um, the CPI, which is 109 equals 183 pounds and 49 pence. You times this by 100, and that gets you to 18,348 pounds and 62 pence. So although your contract that you sign says 18, um, 20,000 pounds, your actual real wage today is actually 18,000 pounds, 348 pounds and 62 pence. And that is even before you pay tax, before you pay this increased new NI and student loans, if you've got that. Spooky, right? Now, let's look at what real wages are right now. What's the data saying? So if you look at the Office of National Statistics, the ONS, median weekly earnings, yeah? So median weekly earnings in the UK in April 2021, if we compare it with this time last year, so April 2022, actually increased by 5.3%. 
people saying this is a recovery from the pandemic, good news, yay. Record on unemployment, yay. However, but when you adjust for inflation, the increase is actually 3.6%. So the increase isn't as much as we thought. But if we look at 2020, the nominal wages actually remain un unchanged. So if we if we went back in time to April 2020 and we compared April 2020 to 2019, so we're just at the beginning of the pandemic and comparing it to pre-pandemic last year, will wages actually dropped by 0.9%. So total average raw wage over the years since 2001 is actually gone up, but was, it was going up and up until 2008, what happened then? The financial crisis. It went down, 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 and it started to creep up from 2016, and then it's kind of st stably going up and up, right? Cool. Now, if we look at data from IBIS, IBIS World, the five years, all the way through up to 2022, 2023, yeah, which is the financial year, so that's what we're in currently now. So our financial year starts in April and ends in March. So if you look at this financial year, the average wages are forecasted to rise at an annual rate of 1%. Cool. But despite COVID in 2022-2021, real wage actually grew by 1.3% despite the COVID pandemic. However, it, at the height of the pandemic, so like, the, like it was like a four-month period, real average wage did drop below, did drop. And that was due to obviously the labour market issues. And what's that? Well, if we're in a pandemic, most of us aren't working or going to the office to work or whatever, whatever their place of work is. Some pe people are being laid off, people's pay was being cut, people on furlough, right? So this trend, um, so yeah, anyway. So the trend of increasing in raw average wages continued through to 2021 to 2022 and the UK's average wage, real average wage, so your wages, Take and you're taking into account inflation increase by 4.1%. Good, right? Cool. However, over the current year, which we're in the 2022 to 2023 year, real wages expected to drop for the first time in five years by 1.6% to £511.80 per week, right? And obviously, this is due to inflation. Because remember, real wages is your wage and you take into account inflation. If inflation is significantly higher than how much our salaries are increasing by, Real wages are just going to drop, and that just is what it is. CPI, of course, was 9% in April, 7.2% a month before that, 6% a month before that. Inflation has been high all throughout 2022. Food prices are likely due to be a crucial, crucial, crucial issue. And this is also due to supply chain issues. And when you look at things like the war in Iraq, which is impact, impacting wheat, and then you let alone energy prices. We know that um, Ofgem have announced another increase to the price cap of energy, which is going to go up by £800 later on this year. It's no, it's no shock that the Bank of England anticipates that inflation is going to go up above 10%. So if inflation keeps going up, our real wage is going to go down. Because remember, our real wages is simply whatever we're earning, Till this day, divided by inflation times 100. So if the, num if the number divided by keeps going up, so for example, simple way to look at it. If you have to divide a pizza between you and yourself, how much pizza are you getting? Hello. If you divide it between you and your two brothers and sisters, okay, cool. 
it's still a decent amount. If you divide it, if you're doing the Jesus feed the church five feed feed the five thousand, it's long. Simple as. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say again? What industries and how industries can be sensitive to this is that, for example, if your if your good or service is predicate is a discretionary good, for example, like luxury yachts and boats, uh, electronics like new laptops, um, fashion like high sheet. I mean, not even high, like luxury fashion. Like a lot of the goods start festivals holidays yeah the discretionary goods or luxury goods are those that are going to be the most impacted by an increase in world and the decrease in raw wages because people's purchasing power is going down for example the price of dob 22 is now 900 pounds what's that i remember i bought a perfume for my missus i think it was it december or november and it was 200 quid side effects man issue top quality perfume I was talking to, to my guy, Ernest, aka Cesar Sense, follow him on Instagram, about perfumes. He was like, yeah, because he, when he bought in this year a few years ago, it was 180 quid. I said, bro, it's now 215. He didn't believe me. I had to literally open my phone and show him it's now 215. That is the impact of inflation. It is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Now, to round up, okay, cool. So, we, so raw wages were increasing and now it looks like it's going to start going down. How has it been historically? Well, historically, I've always known real wages to be stagnant and dropping, right? So I tried to dig up some data. Real wages is something that's very hard to find data for, um, for obvious reasons. Um, and I remember something that I read years ago and I managed to find it, and it was in actually 2014. This is even before I did this in pods, but in my first pods, I probably referenced this so much. Um, like those um, things published that showed that literally since the 70s, Real wages in the UK have been falling. The ONS reported that real wages had broadly been on a downturn, downwards trend since the 1970s. So the research looked at real-term wages by deflating annual weekly earnings according to the CPI inflation. So consumer price index, right? Although inflation fluctuated rapidly in the 1970s and was more stable afterwards, the damage to, to people's pockets and living standards came much later. Right in the 1970s and 80s, before many of us were well, I was born in 89, so 80s. Real wages growth averaged at 2.9 percent, but then fell by 1.5 percent in the 90s, and then fell again by 1.2 percent in the 2000s. And between 2010 and 2013 alone, it also fell again by 2.2 percent. So now it makes sense. I hope this is what I've been banging on about my pods for years. When people keep thinking, rah, life just feels expensive. Like, yeah, we're coming out of uni or whatever, we're getting good jobs or people are becoming creators, influencers, entrepreneurs, whatever you may be. But things just seem like, why does it seem like I have enough? Because our wages ain't rising that much. People were able to be getting on the housing market pretty comfortably in the early 90s. Things are different now. Our real wages are in the mud. So yeah, what have we learned today? We have learned what has happened to our wages. They have started to go down because of inflation. And we've seen the pandemic impact our nominal wage before we even take into account inflation. I don't know how we're gonna do this guys, but yeah. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I've hoped you've learned a lot and I hope this macroeconomic stuff wasn't too testing, taxing, shall I say? And yeah. Until midweek, peace and blessings.
Social Podcast Network.